We pick up three lines from the bottom of Ayin Hayom at Vez. Today's daf is daf Ayin Vav. We're three lines from the bottom. Three words from the end. Ukeshenemru devarim lefnei Rabbi Yishmael. Right now, the focus of daf Ayin Hay was about the Mun and our complaints about the Mun. And now, we're going to keep discussing the Mun for a little bit. Particularly discussing how the Mun impacted the body. All right, we all have the place. Yeah, and he nays. Let's go. When they were said to them, Don't read the word, don't read it, Abirim. Ella, rather, it's referring to limbs, which means that this is a food that goes into the mana, went into all 248 limbs. So, what does it mean? You should have a Yaseid, a peg, a shovel, besides for your weapons. Okay, now this is uh, apparently, according to Pashup Shat, it's referring to the need to dig a hole, like an outhouse, like a bathroom. If there was no bathroom needed, why does it say that? That's referring to other food that Yidam would eat that came from elsewhere. Not the man. Another shot in the Pasuk is Lechem Abirim Machal Ish that there was a Lechem Abirim that a man ate. Alright? Lechem Abirim Machal Ish. We now turn to today's daf. What is that referring to? Ze Yehoshua Shayarad Lai Man Keneged Kal Yisrael. This is Yeshua who man came down to equal to all of Kal Yisrael. Ksiv Hacha Ish. It says in this Pasuk that we just quoted man. Uksiv Hasam and it says about Maisha Rabbeinu and Yeshua, Kachachas Yeshua ben Nun, Ish Asheruach by Take Yeshua ben Nun, who's got the Ruach HaKadosh uh, in him. So too the Ish, uh, referring to you, just like the Ish in, in Bamidbar, is referring to Yeshua. So too the Ish in this pasuk uh, of equal to all other Mun is referring to Maisha, the Ema Maisha. Maybe it's talking about Maisha himself because Maisha we know is also referred to as Ish. Ish Maisha so we see that we refer to Maisha as an ish. Done an ish may ish, ve'in done an ish may veha ish. All right? So it says ish and ish by Yeshua, but by Maisha it says veha ish Maisha on of ma'id. And therefore, it's a, it's a closer word. And Yeshua is the one who had the mon equal to Allah Kal Yisrael, as opposed to Maisha Rabbeinu being the one who had the mon equal to Allah Kal Yisrael. Okay. Let's keep going. Further in these fascinating Agatha Gemaras. Shalok to me, Roshimini Chai students asked him, Why didn't the man come down once a year and then let them stock it up? Once a year he gave his kid food. So he came for food once a year. When do kids call home from college? When they need money, right? So this guy had a son. He gave him food once a year. So the kid showed up. Hey, Pops, how you doing? I'm here. I'm here for some more. But he only came once a year. So the father wanted to see the son more often. He loved him so much. So instead, he gave him money each day, a daily allowance as opposed to an annual allowance. And he had, he had the opportunity to greet his son every day. person had four or five kids. He's going to be like, how am I going to support my family? I only have enough for today. I don't have enough for tomorrow. Who says there's going to be month? 
What would they do? They would daven daily to make sure, daven to Hashem to ensure that they had enough, and uh, therefore they would greet Hakadosh Baruch Hu every day, like this son who shows up every day. So when sometimes when people have less, it's because Hakadosh Baruch Hu has more of a desire kaviyachol to see them more often. Another that. Uh, this way, if it comes down every day, it's fresh. If it comes down once a year, you got to freeze it. Yeah, you got to put it in storage. It comes down once a day, ah, fresh out of the oven, straight from Shemayim, and that showed Hakadosh Baruch Hu's love as well. Dober Acher Mifnei Masoi Haderech. If Hakadosh Baruch Hu would bring down the food once a year, we didn't stay in one place for an entire year. We'd have to travel, so you have to load up your suitcase and all your food and ah, gansamaisa, put up, uh, you know. Uh, uh, luggage racks, and all those things. And therefore, Gosh Baruch Hu sent down the man daily. This way, nobody had to schlep the food. All that was taken care of. Beautiful. Okay. Ukvah Hayyab Tafin Rabbi Shmuel is getting relation advice in the Parsha Zamba. And Rabbi Tafin Rabbi Shmuel is getting more sitting and learning about the Parsha of the man where Rabbi Lazar Amudai Yoshev bin Ham, Rabbi Lazar Amudai was sitting amongst them. Nan Rabbi Lazar Amudai, Rabbi Lazar Amudai. Uh, answered over here, referring to like he opened the conversation, and he said, The man that came down from Klai Yisrael, for Klai Yisrael was sixty amos high." What are you talking about? That's basically what he's saying. What do you mean? It was uh, sixty amos tall. <laughs> Where do you get such a thing from? Amar Loi, so Tarfin says, Rebbe Mikrani Darish. I made a drosh from Bosch. It says by Nayach and the flood that the water was 15 amas above the earth and the mountains were covered. Okay. One second. There's a difference between 15 amas above the highest mountain or 15 amas uh, higher than the lowest valleys. Okay. So in other words, if you're going to have 15 Amas above mountain peaks, that's going to be a lot higher than the valleys, because the valleys were lower than the mountain peaks. Yeah, and did the, um, did, uh, the, was the water like firm, that it would change? And, and um, of course not. Yeah, water's water. And also, the Teva itself. How would the Teva get so high and get above the highest mountain? Ella, he says, let me explain to you what's going on with the water. Let me explain what happened by the Mabu. What the puzzle means is, Nikvu called Mayonais to Rab. All of the Mayonais, all of the springs burst open. Ad the Ashru Maya Bahade Ture. Until the earth was like one flat ocean. It got so high that it looked like everything was flat. And then, after the springs lifted up the water to make above everything and look so flat, now the rains came down and rained 15 amas. And what is bigger? What is greater? Kindness? Goodness? Or the Mida Peronius. Well, let's figure this out. Which Mida of Akadish Baruch Hu is stronger? Mida, but Mida is Peronius who I'm a Ruba Seshmaim Niftuch. 
and the windows of the Shemayim opened up. The Midah Taiva, by the Midah Taiva, it says, this is referring to a Pasuk by the Mon, by Yitzhak Shachakim El Ma'al, Vadalsi Shemayim Pasuk, and the heavens opened up, Vayamter Aleyam, and it rained upon them, Mon Lechol, Mon to eat, Udigan Shemayim, Nosan Lomay, and the Dogon and the grain of Shemayim, you know, Nosan Lomay, gave them, uh, you know, uh, put upon them grain. Kamarubas yesh bedelas. How many windows do you have in a door? Arba arba. There's usually four in doors. Harekan shmoynes. If Hashem opened up two doors, it means there's eight windows that the man came down through. Benimsa man shiar lehem yisoh gavaya shishim ama. Beautiful. What is fifteen? Uh, what is fifteen times four? Sixty. And therefore, if the Man, if the marble waters rose 15 amas, so it must be that the man was 60 amas because it was four times the height of the uh, of the of the marble. Okay. Tanya, we learned that Rabbi Yisib and Yudah Yisib and says man shared them. You saw man that came down for Klai. Saw him as Gaber Vayla. Actually, and it's like Komalachim is Rachumar. It was so high. And it was lifted up in the heavens so high that the whole world was able to see it. You set the whole table in front of people who don't like me. That means that the guy in the nations of the world also saw the set table that was the man. I have an overflow. My cup overflows. You see from here, that Dabra Melech's cup in the the Asi Masan in the world to come is the uh, Masan the Esrim two hundred and twenty v'chad and one luga maxim. It holds two hundred and twenty one lug. Okay, a little less. Than, each lug is a little less than a liter. Shemar, as it says, Kaisi Ravaya, my cup overflows. Ravaya b'gematria hachi have. The Gemara is the is the gematria of two. Um, 221. 221. Now, what's the shaykhis? What's the shaykhis between this and uh, what Dabra Melech had in his cup and the mun? Okay? So, the, um, the connection over here is apparently in the world to come, even though things look one way in this world, in Elam Haba, things tend to work themselves out and figure themselves out in the Eilam HaEmes, and there's going to be a Nisim that take place with the Mon in the Yemaisa Mashiach, and these similar Nisim are going to happen with David HaMelech's cup as well, Bimais HaMashiach. Okay, fine. Now, says the Gemara like this. We just assumed that because the rainwaters of the flood went 15 Amas, Above came down came down fifteen amos of rain once the springs, uh, um, you know, opened up and flattened out the world with water and now those fifteen amos that came down the mela the taiva the goodness of Kadosh Baruch was four times the amount of when six the amos tall says Gemara one second halay damya can't compare the two situations the mabel to the mun hosam barban by the Mabul, how many days did the rain come down and rain 15 Amas? 40 days. In 40 days, it rained 15 Amas. 
But over here, the mun all came down at once. Came down once a day. Boom. That was it. The next day more came down. So by the mabel was 15, 15 amas. Over here, who says it was 60? Hosam l'kuliyama. And there, the whole world was covered. Over here, the man only fell for Klal And therefore, it must be that the, that the man would be even higher. Meaning, ready for this? If the amount of rain that came down is connected to the amount of man that came down, well, then those 15 Amas that came down spread out over 40 days across the entire world. By the mun, you're going to have mun, that's four times the amount, and it comes down at one time, and in one location. If it's four times the amount of the entire water that came down by the flood, which covered the entire world, so then the amount of mun by Klaiso the Midbar should have been hundreds of Amas tall. Because you have that amount all consolidated into one smaller area. Um, that uh, you know he he's not learning out the exact of uh, the, the exact amounts. Rather, he was just talking about the opening, the way that the the skies opened up would be four times the amount uh, for by, by the rain would be four times the amount. For the month, but it's not necessarily was you referring mamish to the, the, uh, um, the the total, but rather the the four times of the of the height. Okay, fine. Period. End of that Gemara. The next part of the Mishnah said, "Aser bachila on Yom Kippur, one is not allowed to eat." Says the Gemara. These five things that we're not allowed to do on Yom Kippur. Okay? What are you not allowed to do? Eat and drink. Anoint oneself. Wash oneself. Have relations. And wear leather shoes. What's the five correspond to? It says, On the tenth day, which is Yom Kippur, and only on the tenth day, Shabbos Shabbosin, the Shabbos Shabbosin, the Haisa Lachem. Okay, all these things, since the Torah talks about Inoy five times, so there's five different ways that we we uh, we afflict ourselves. Says the Gemara, Hani Chamisha Habit, Vanon Shisa Tanai. Okay, now the reason why we're assuming there is six is because we're assuming that eating and drinking are different. So Gemara says, Eating and drinking are one thing, so it's five. Eating and drinking is one. Leather shoes is two. Relations is three. Washing oneself is four. And anointing oneself is five. Okay? In the question, we thought eating and drinking are two separate things. Now, how do we know that eating and drinking taka are one, considered one type of affliction? The Amari Shlakish, Shlakish says, Hey, no, drinking is considered eating. Your grain, your tiraish, what's tiraish? Or, 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 or wine, and, and uh, oil, the 
Tiraish Khamrahu, Tiraish is wine, and it still says, and you will eat it. So you see that drinking and eating is the Zalbazach. Therefore, when it says in the Mishnah, don't eat and drink, it's all considered one affliction. Mara says, no, not necessarily. Mimai, where do you get this from? Vadoma Dachli Al Yidei Anigaret. Maybe, where do we say that wine is considered eating when we're dealing with Anigaret? What is Anigare? Says the Gemara to explain. says, is something made out of cooked beets. And Achsigarain is made from all, uh, all other different types of vegetables. Okay? And therefore, when it says you should eat your uh, no, maybe it's referring to tiraish wine that was put together with these cooked dishes. Meaning, there's food in the wine, and that's why we call it eating. The wine is merely there for like a gravy or a sauce. But that's why we're calling it achila. But standard drinking maybe would not be called achila. Rather, Rabach Yaakov says, is drinking and the Torah still calls it v'achalti. So you see that drinking at times is also called achila. Says the Gemara. No, we'll ask on that as well. Where do you get that from? Maybe also there it's referring to when you eat it with these cooked beets or vegetables. Sheikhar kosav midi dimashakar. No, because the amount of wine that goes in as a gravy or as a sauce ain't going to make you drunk. We're dealing with the amount that can make you drunk, and that's done with drinking, not eating. Hence, you see from here that drinking and eating, outside in the Zalbazach. Eating and drinking are the same thing. And therefore, when the Torah says you need to afflict yourself in five ways, one way is eating and drinking. It's not two separate things. Says the Gemara, how do you know that we're dealing with tiraish, wine, that makes you drunk? The Doma, the Vela Ke'ilis. Maybe it's referring to, uh, maybe it's referring to the Vela Ke'ilis. When you have round fig cakes, which is Ke'ilis, like an Elis, meaning from a place called Elis. Now, what is this cake, this fig cake from a place called Elis? The Tanya, we learned in a Bryso. If a Kayan ate the uh, pressed fig cake from Ke'ilis, the and he drinks honey and milk, okay? And he goes into the base ha mikdash, okay? Meaning he goes in to do the Avaida, Chayav, you are Chayav. Why are you Chayav? Zog Rashi Mishum Shechar Al Tasht. Because it says in the Torah, you are not allowed to drink wine. You're not allowed to be drunk at the time that the Avaida is done. So you have no proof that drinking and eating are the same. Just like by a Nazir, it's only forbidden to drink intoxicating wine. So to over here, it's referring to intoxicating wine. And we're not dealing with, uh, we're not dealing with wine that's part of a different food. Period. Now that we've done this, what we've now established, we're going we're gonna to go back to questioning this, but at this point, at least, 
we've established drinking is a chilek of eating. Okay? Drinking something, it would still have the name achila. Track the Gemara, one second. Why did we translate the word tirash as wine? Is it really true that tirash is wine? Says the Gemara, second line on Ayin Vavam Abbas. The tirash chamrahu, is tirash really wine? One who says, I swear, I'm never touching tirash. Also, you can't drink any, anything sweet. We let her drink wine. So when you said you're forbidding yourself on tirash, you can't drink anything sweet, but you could drink wine. Must be tirash is not wine. Otherwise, why are you allowing you to drink wine? Says the Gemara, but one Tirash certainly is wine. So we have sukkim back and forth. One pasuk seems to imply tirash is everything but wine, and the other pasuk is is letting us know that tirash is specifically wine. Gemara says, what it means is something that comes from tirash, wine that comes from tirash, will bring forth besulis. Okay? Will bring forth the the best of the best. I have oxid, but it says, tirash yifraitsu. And the the barrels of tirash yifraitsu, from the word vayifraitsu, we find this in by Yisrael, and we expanded and we burst forth in the amount of children that were being born. So again, you see Tirash's wine. Says more again, No, something that comes from Tirash, okay? I mean, anything from any type of fruit. So again, we see it's referring to wine. Says the Gemara, you're right. That really, Tirash certainly is wine. However, when it comes to making a neder, Halach, Achar, Loshem, Adam, you follow the language that people use, the slang that people use, and even though tirosh is certainly wine, but a person who says, I will not touch wine, usually, I will not touch tirosh, usually, they're not, they don't mean wine. Even though tirosh in essence is wine, usually they're referring to something else, they don't really mean wine, and that's why it's not going to be forbidden on that pasuk. Okay. But lamaisa tirosh is wine. Okay. Says the Gemara, "Vamai karle yayin." Why do we "Vamai karle tirish"? If tirish is wine, why sometimes do we use? Does the Torah use the word yayin? And why sometimes does the Torah use the word yayin? So more answers: Yayin shemevi yelala laaylam. You hear this? The word yayin represents yelala. Yelala is is uh, cries. Okay, um, not necessarily in a bad way. Not necessarily in a bad way. Rashi says over here, um, it's uh, about a third of the way down in the thin lines. Drunkness brings a lot of the, the, the bad things that happen in the world. Okay, People make a, a lot more mistakes. Tirash, back inside the Gemara, yeah, people who overdo it, uh, end up becoming poor. They end up becoming poor. They don't. They, they spend money on it. They don't have the das. They don't know when to stop. And memeva, they uh, they keep going beyond what they could usually or, yeah, what, what they should be of uh, what they should be spending. Rav Kahana Rami. Rav Kahana has a contradiction. Sif Tirash says the word Tirash. Tirash. Zacha Nasir If a person merits to use wine appropriately, he will become a leader. 
And if he's not Zaycha, if he doesn't use wine appropriately, he will become a, call it a follower, call it poor. The Rabba Rami, Ksiv Yisamach, it says wine is Yisamach Lababanesh, the Karinon Ksiv Yisamach, the Karinon Yisamach. Zacha Mesamchai, Loi Zacha Mesamchai. A person Zaycha, a person drinks it properly, so it'll make you happy. A person does not drink properly, it'll uh, make him dumb, basically we'll call it, okay? Meshamimah, um, he's empty, he's dumb. That chamra wine, verechoni, and perfumes, pachin, have made me a pikeach, have made me smart, have made me keen. Meaning, these things, wine, when used appropriately, can be very, very helpful, and is very good. However, it also has it, it can possibly have the opposite effect. Okay. Fine. So we said that eating and drinking is one thing. Now, what other things are you not allowed to do on Yom Kippur? So we said you're not allowed to wash yourself. You're not allowed to smear oils. Why? Because you know, you got to afflict yourself. It says, I didn't eat desirable bread. And wine and, and, uh, and meat and wine did not come to my mouth. Nor did I smear myself. My lechem chamudus la'achalti. What does that mean? This pasuk that we're quoting. I'm reviewed a braider of Shmuel Varshilas. Reviewed his name Shmuel Varshilas. I feel unamu dechiti dechayasa la'achal. He didn't even eat bread that was made from desirable wheat. Okay. Now, what is he talking about? He's referring to precious to separate from these these basic but enjoyable foods. And how do we know that that, that Daniel uh, did not use anything with oil because he wanted to be ma'ana himself, he wanted to afflict himself to chsiv, because it says, From the first day that you set your heart to understand, What did he do to be ma'ana? Your, your words are listened to and I have come in Nevuah because of the words that you have said. So because Daniel did not eat, because Daniel, did, uh, he didn't eat meat or wine and, um, and uh, he, he abstained from these uh, foods that he didn't need. So... So um, you see all these things in these psukim, whether it's eating or drinking, whether it's anointing oneself, washing oneself. I'm sorry, we didn't discuss washing yet, whether it's anointing oneself with oil, is considered enoch. I ashkechan sicha, rechitz menon, I know not washing oneself is also considered enoch. Amar Rav Zutri Bartuvia, Rabbi Tuvia, Rav Zutri Rabbi Tuvia says, Amar Kra, Ratavai Kamayim Bekirboi Bechashemen Biatzmaisav. It's like water in your, in your uh, insides, and like oil inside your bones. So you see from over here that that uh, water and using and washing oneself is is the same as wiping oil. So again, the Gemara's question was, how do washing yourself is a problem? So the answer is, since we the Pusuk puts washing oneself along with smearing oil on oneself, and we've just established that smearing oil on yourself is called inoi, the male of washing yourself, abstaining from washing yourself, is also considered to be an inoi, is also considered to be an affliction. 
says the Gemara, maybe it's only because they're in affliction to not drink water. How do you know what mamish means to, to, to wash yourself? Because we're comparing it to the oil. The oil's not about being ma'ana, the eating, rather it's smearing. Just like the oil is the prohibition on the outside, smearing one's body. So too, we're dealing with water, smearing one's, uh, washing oneself with water on the outside of the body, not drinking water. But there's a, we learned the opposite, the Tanan, we learned in the Mishnah. On Yom Kippur, how do you know that it's it's usher smearing yourself? Is usher on Yom Kippur the same as drinking? So you see the drink that that the water in that pasuk is referring to mom is drinking, not referring to smearing like oil. The from the word of the, the the words of the pasuk itself. It says the saich leisachti, okay. So I did not smear myself uh, or anoint myself with any sort of oil. So you see that uh, not drinking is enoy. You see that not smearing yourself with oil is enoy. And you see that not even washing yourself with water is considered enoy. Once talking about that Pasuk and Daniel, telling us all the things that Daniel uh, abstained from. We'll keep going on these Pesukim till the top, till the top of the next daf. What does it mean that that the, the Malach says, I've come because of your words? There were 70 men from the elders of Ben was standing with them, and they were stand all these people were standing in front of these other things. What are these other things? We'll find soon. It's talking about Zara. The Ish Mektartai Biyadai. And there was somebody with a Maktartai with Katiris. The Asaranan Katiris Ayla. And there was a cloud of Katiris going up. Uksiv, Yishlach Tavnis Yod. He he sent forth Tavnis Yod, the shape of a hand. And he took me by the titsis, the strands of my head. Okay, over here it's not talking about the threads of tzitzit, it's referring to the, the, the hair. Batisa Aisi Ruach, and the wind carried me. Between heaven and earth. And I was able to see Yerushalayim with a, with a sight or a vision of Hashem, meaning I had like a prophecy when I was between heaven and earth, because I was taken up, I was like flying, and I was carried to Yerushalayim, to the entranceway of the Shar HaPanimis, the inner entrance, which is which was turned or facing towards the north, Asher, that, top of tomorrow's daf, Shom Maishav, there is sitting, Semel Hakino HaMakna, the the uh, the image of the kinahamakna, the uh, the image of the koach of jealousy. And then they brought me mamish into the chotzer of the beis hamikdash. 
This is again the vision of the Navi. And I saw at the entrance of the Heichal Hashem, there were 25 men, with their backs, towards the Heichal, and they were facing east. And they were bowing to the east, which was facing the sun. Okay. So, we're going to hold it here for today. Bez Hashem, we don't have any clarity right now. And the Gemara is going to spend a lot of time tomorrow to go through this story that took place with the Navi. So tomorrow, Bez Hashem, I want to back up to my Va'ani Basi Kid Barecha, which is the first of the wide lines, about five lines at the bottom. Bez Hashem, tomorrow we'll back up to the beginning of this prophecy Again, just keep in mind, the reason why we're mentioning all this and going through this whole prophecy is because Daniel had already told us, and we, he's the source, that, that washing one's body and anointing oneself with oil is considered inoy. And once we spoke about, uh, once we used those psukim in Daniel, we're going to get into these fascinating prophecies and visions that the Nevi'im had when it came to... Um, the the gullus and w- what took place with the destruction of the of the base hamikdash. So Bezhem will pick up from here tomorrow morning at at uh, we'll call it nine thirty, and uh, we'll hold it here for tonight. Everybody should have an easy fast tomorrow. Bez Hashem, um, have a wonderful wonderful week. Have a good tovach.